Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I'm Lauren, and I'm so excited that you are here today because we're talking about the characteristics that make a good podcast manager. Okay, let's get to the show. I'm excited to dive into this topic today, talking about the characteristics that make a good podcast manager. This is one of those questions that I get often, and I think it's really interesting because when you ask this question, I find that most people are looking for some reassurance that these services that a podcast manager offers will be the right match for the strengths that they already have. So we're going to talk about how different strengths can show up in a podcast manager business and what your business may look like with certain strengths. But to start off, before we dive into strengths, I wanted to talk about some what I consider no-brainer characteristics that every podcast manager should have. The first one is you really need to enjoy working on content. So if you are 100% strategy and you don't enjoy creating content with someone, then you might not enjoy podcast management. There is a really creative piece of podcast editing and all the other pieces that a podcast manager does. It's just a really creative role more than you might expect. And although I'm not very creative in the sense that like I can't create an original graphic in Canva, I have to go go off of something or, you know, I couldn't draw anything to save my life. I'm still creative in different ways. And so if maybe you're not artsy per se, but you enjoy being creative, then this is probably something that you'll really enjoy. The second characteristic is this is really good for someone who likes taking ownership over a project because you do get a lot of ownership when it comes to podcast management because just the nature of it, it allows for a client, the podcast host, to outsource. And they can say, you take the second half of the podcast machine and run with it. So if you enjoy taking ownership, this is 100% for you. I remember I was being interviewed on another show and a woman who was a podcast editor was trying to understand the difference between a podcast editor and a podcast manager. And when I said this piece of like ownership and you like managing things, she was like, oh, absolutely not. Like, I want to talk to my clients as little as possible. I just like editing and just that's the beginning and the end of my job, right? And I'm like, okay, well, that's a really great indicator for you knowing if you should consider yourself a podcast editor or a podcast manager is that a manager definitely takes ownership over their role. And I think therefore takes a lot of the stress or just the ownership of the show off of the client's plate. Number three is you really need to be open to learning the different skills. So there's guest management, which is communication. There is editing, which is more of a technical skill. There's writing show notes, which is writing. (laughs) There is creating social media graphics, which is creative. There's different skills and different tasks that all fall over the podcast management umbrella. So you don't have to be amazing at all of them. None of us are all amazing at, at everything, right? But you have to be open to learning and getting better 
or having another game plan of outsourcing. Some people, they learn how to edit and they're like, I just learned so I would know, but I know that I'm going to outsource this. And this can totally work with that mindset or with just outsourcing any piece of it. You can you can definitely do that. But you have to be open to learning the different skills that a podcast manager would offer. The last characteristic that I wanted to bring up before we dive into strengths is the characteristic of having attention to detail. So in general, in my life, I would not consider myself someone who is has a great attention for detail. I very much prefer thinking big picture and, you know, just talking big things rather than really getting into like the nuts and bolts of the details. And so the fact that I enjoy editing so much really surprised me in the beginning because it's detail oriented, right? And I think the reason that I did end up liking it so much is because of the creative piece of it. So if you're wondering if you really need attention to detail type of personality, I don't think that you do just because that's not who I am. And I've asked others that I notice like, you know, you maybe they have the same personality as me or, or they said, hey, I'm not that great with it with detail. I asked them, you know, did you end up liking to edit? And a lot of them say yes, because it's so creative and you get to learn the whole time that you're editing, you know, depending, I guess, on the content of the podcast. But so many podcasts are educational. So you get to learn or you get to laugh or you get to, you know, connect with the host on some level. So you don't need to have a lot of attention to detail as long as you can kind of commit yourself to the skills, which is 100% possible. So let's shift gears to talking about different strengths. So I'm going to use some of the strengths that are found in the Clifton Strengths Assessment. But don't worry, if you haven't taken that, it's going to be really obvious what these are. So you can you can kind of think or assume maybe you have the strength, maybe you don't. If you haven't taken the Clifton Strengths Assessment, I did a previous episode on the podcast with Katia Nicholas, and it was a really great episode. Definitely go back and listen to it if you haven't yet. We will link that in the show notes. And she talks about a couple of the strengths as well. Uh, But go listen to that episode and then consider taking the assessment. I believe it's $30 to $50, but it's it has been so helpful to me. And my team has all taken it and we we all talked about it in my accelerator group. And it's just I've used it a lot this year and I think it's so, so helpful. And that's kind of why I'm talking about it again. So the Clifton Strengths is divided into four main categories. They're executing strengths, influencing strengths, relationship building strengths, and strategic thinking strengths. So I'm going to give you a couple of each of these strengths, and you're going to be able to say, oh, yeah, you know what? I have that. Or maybe I don't have that. And we can talk through how these strengths might show up in your business and how, because we're all unique, we're so unique, how we show up very uniquely in our businesses. Although we're all doing the same tasks as podcast managers, our businesses can look really different because of who we are. And whenever we work in these strengths and build our businesses for our strengths, we really feel that feeling of thriving versus, you know, just making another nine to five job for yourself. We don't need that. None of us are out here trying to make another job that we want to leave. So I think walking through these strengths is going to be helpful to you, if, especially if you're in the beginning and you're trying to imagine what your business may look like with your strengths. I think this is really going to be helpful. So let's dive into three of the executing strengths. So, you know, if you're a really great executor, it would probably make sense as to how you found yourself into the freelancing space, because a lot of these freelancing roles, like a virtual assistant, a lot of it is executing, right? You're executing on things that people don't have time 
to execute on or they would rather do other things than executing. So there's probably a good chance that you have some executing strengths. One of the executing strengths is responsibility. So you may have the strength if once you're assigned to a task, you feel just this inherent responsibility to get it done. And this really shows up in podcast management because ultimately a podcast manager is usually the last person to make sure everything is done for the show. And so whenever an episode goes live, you're the one that's like, okay, everything is ready to go. There's no, you know, missing pieces. There's no, you know, last strings to tie. And so if you have this, just this ingrained responsibility to get things done that are assigned to you, then that can be really helpful when it comes to meeting the weekly deadlines of podcast management. The second executing strength that I want to talk about was arranger. And this is a strength where you can really see, you can look at all the pieces in someone's business or all the pieces in the podcast management pie. And you can see how things could work differently or people could be working on different tasks for things to work smoother. So maybe right now, one of your clients has a social media manager who creates a graphic and then you have to add an audio clip to it and then they have to then approve it and then it gets sent back to the social media manager and you're like, man, there's got to be a smoother system for this because, you know, waiting on people to approve things and waiting for different items, it can be such a, you know, a time waster. And so you're like, hey, what if we did it this way? If you have this strength, then you can really smooth things up, make your life easier and make your clients and anyone else on their team that's involved in the podcast make their life easier. So if you've got this arranging skill where you can just see how things can go into a smoother pattern, that can be really useful when it comes to podcast management. Another executing strength that I wanted to talk about was focus. And this strength is all about you need a focus. Like you need to be able to see exactly where you're going. And so you probably have a lot of goals and like to-do lists and you're able to really focus on something, and you need to focus on something. So if you have this strength, then you're probably building your business pretty fast because you're like, one, two, three, ABC, and I'm done. (laughs) And I'm, I'm, you know, hitting 5k a month. And but you can also relate this to your client's podcast on how can they make their podcast better, you see what needs to be done, and you could focus on it and get it done. Whereas maybe your client, you know, lots of CEOs can be maybe scatterbrained and really creative and big top thinkers and maybe you come on the team and serve as okay tell me what to do and I'm going to get it done there's of course lots of other executing strengths that you may have but I want you to think about any executing strengths and how they might help you to be a really great podcast manager based on these three that I've shared the next one is influencing strengths so just like you know an Instagram influencer it's like these are strengths that would help you to influence people around you think maybe like sales right So one of the ones that I wanted to talk about is communication. Now, if you've got the communication strength, that just means you can put your thoughts into words really easily. So I think this could help really well on any sort of communication with your clients, you know, a discovery call. You're probably really good on a discovery call. And maybe if you're doing strategy calls with clients, you're really good at strategy calls. And maybe if you do love speaking, like you probably do if you have this strength, then you base your business on more of strategy calls. Communication is actually my number one strength, but I didn't build my business on doing a lot of calls because whenever I was building my business in the early years, I had a newborn when I first, first started my business and a two-year-old. And then I had like a one-year-old and a three-year-old and I was home with them and there was no way I was doing more calls. (laughs) 
I was doing like the minimum calls I absolutely had to do. So you're probably not going to build your business just solely based on your strengths, but you know, the other things that are going on in your life. But it's good to know what these strengths are for you and how you can add them into your business as much as possible. The second influencing strength is activator. So the activator strength is all about you can activate someone to do something. So you've got this energy about you where you can like really kind of hype someone up into doing something. So whenever I think about this activator strength, I always think about launching a podcast. Like you're just like, you're so excited to like get it done and you help them to stay excited. So if there's a bump in the road or they're just getting, you know, tired out or something, you've got this activation energy that they're just like, yes, I can do it because my podcast manager is just really jazzed about this launch. But maybe you could apply this to, you know, a podcast that's been around for one year, two years, three years, where they need to feel activated, right? They need to feel like they need to refocus and they need to recommit to their show. So this activator energy can really influence your client to stay focused and to to love the podcast still and help them either start or continue with it. The third influencing strength is called woo, the one that I wanted to talk about. And woo is not like, you know, woo-woo, like we would consider it in the online business space, like woo-woo as in crystals and and I don't know how else to expl- explain it. But woo stands for, it's W-O-O, and it stands for winning others over. So Katya Nicholas explained this to me that if you have woo in like your top five or your top 10, then you're probably talking to 99% of people when you walk into a room. So you walk into a room and you're going to talk to 99% of them because you just want to like talk to everyone. You just love winning people over and and connecting with people. So maybe that's you. You're like, yes, I am so good at talking. I love talking to people. Well, once again, that's going to really come in handy when you're building a relationship with your client. So whether that's on a discovery call, that's on follow-up calls, you enjoy connecting with them and that shows, right? That shows. And so maybe you're thinking, man, I am not good at communicating. I don't have this activator energy and I definitely don't. I'm not woo in this sense. I am actually pretty shy and I don't like getting on calls. Well, don't worry because there are a ton of successful podcast managers in the podcast manager program who don't have these strengths at all, right? Instead, they have some of these other strengths, relationship building strengths and strategic thinking strengths. So just because I'm pointing these out, it does not mean that you need these or if you don't have them, or maybe you're the opposite of them, that you can't also make it as a podcast manager too. Because I have been so pleasantly surprised. Now we've had over 225 students go through the podcast manager program. And obviously, none of them are the same. (laughs) You know, we're all very different in lots of different ways. But especially with personality, we're different. And so many different people have found a way to be successful. And so I hope that is encouraging to you. All right, our third category out of four is relationship building. So the first relationship building strength I wanted to point out was individualization. Individualization is where you're able to connect with someone and see how they are an individual and not group them into a group of who you think they are. So you're good at connecting with someone one-on-one and seeing how they are different from others. And I love this strength. I do not have it at all. But I love this strength because I see it as 
really coming into play whenever you're trying to make a podcast different. As podcast managers, we don't want to make the same podcast on repeat, right? We don't want to put out a bunch of the same like Amy Porterfield copycats. And so if you're able to see your client and how they're different from other people doing similar work, and you can pull those pieces out for them, or even just encourage them to show up in that way, I think that could be a really cool kind of just added feature to your business. So if you're good at seeing how each person is an individual, a different person, then you can really weave that into your services. The third relationship building strength that I wanted to talk about was relator. Now, relator isn't like you can relate to everyone. That would be more of like the woo that I talked about earlier. Relator is that you really enjoy going deeper in relationships. So you really enjoy like old friendships and deepening of relationships that you already have. And so maybe you have a hard time with discovery calls because you don't enjoy maybe meeting new people all the time. Instead, you want to go deep with relationships. Well, this can really come into play with podcast management because you can have clients for years and years. And so if you're looking for a service where you can really get to know people, podcast management is totally that. Number one, you listen to your client talk for you know anywhere from 20 to 60 minutes every single week. And so just that makes you in that much deeper of a relationship with them. But also when someone starts a podcast, they know that it's a long-term investment. It's a long-term goal. And so you will find yourself working for the same clients if you want, you know, unless you end things. If everything remains a great working relationship, you can work with them for years and years and years. And so if you really love deepening of relationships, then that can come into play definitely in podcast management. All right, the third relationship building strength I wanted to talk about was adaptability. So kind of the opposite in a sense of focus where I was saying with focus, it's like you want to see the end and you want to focus on that one path. Adaptability, if you have this as a strength, is you enjoy and you're very good at being mendable and adaptable. And so if your client's like, hey, we've been doing these types of episodes, but hey, let's throw in success stories or let's do more interviews or let's do more solos or whatever. You love that adaptability. You love that change. And you might even have ideas for them on how to adapt things so that that they work better, right? Maybe something isn't really working with our podcast and you then can see how things can, can be changed to work towards the goals that they've set for their podcast. Okay, so the last category that I wanted to talk about was the strategic thinking strengths. The first one is strategic. So someone who is just naturally strategic, they this is just a strength of, of theirs, means that given any situation, maybe the podcast isn't growing or maybe the podcast is growing and it's growing really fast, but you guys don't really understand like what you're doing right. That can be a problem too. But given any situation, any circumstance, someone that's really talented in this strategy strength can quickly spot patterns and issues as to why something is going the way it is. So you can really look at a process or look at a problem and see what needs to be fixed so that you can get back to heading towards a goal that you have. But it's not always negative. It can also be in the positive. You can see at what is going well in this person's show and apply it to other podcasts that you work on. The second strategic thinking strength that I wanted to talk about is futuristic. So if you are a futuristic thinker, 
then you're obviously always thinking about the future. And if you're able to see the future for your client, maybe they don't have that talent or that strength. And so if you're able to see the future and describe it to them, then that helps them envision on where they can go. So basically, it's like you can dream for them. (laughs) You can say like, you know, your show has been doing so amazing. I can really see how you can be, you know, impacting, you know, moms or authors or psychologists in this way. Or, you know, have you ever considered taking this podcast and turning into a book or, right? Like those are just like random examples, but you can really see the future and help them to work towards that and help them get excited for that if they're excited about that plan. The last strategic thinking strength that I just want to talk about is being a learner. If you're talented in this area, then you love being a learner and you are just naturally good at learning things and applying them to your business. And this is definitely something that would come in handy with podcast management because it's always changing. And, you know, the general things that we do don't change, right? Month to month or maybe even year to year. But there's lots of other things that if you really enjoy learning, you can always be learning something new about the podcasting industry because man, oh man, it is growing by the day. It is exploding still. So if you love learning, you can definitely get lost learning in the podcast industry. I hope I gave you some great examples of, you know, if you're outgoing, if you're introverted, if you're really strategic, if you're not, if you're really great at getting things done, or you're really good at building relationships, no matter what strengths you're bringing to the table, you can build a business based on those strengths and one that is great for you, right? Like if we don't need to worry about competing with other people in the podcast management industry or even in the freelancing industry, we want to build a business that is really in align with our strengths so that six months down the road, one year down the road, we still like what we do, right? The goal isn't just to build any sort of business as fast as humanly possible. It's to build the right business, maybe as fast as possible, but doing it in the right way so that you still like it when you hit the goals that you're after. So I hope this has helped you see how some of your natural strengths can come into play in your podcast management business. If you haven't taken the Clifton Strengths assessment, do that and then let me know what your strengths are over on Instagram in my DMs. I love talking about this. So let me know what your five strengths are and I can even give you some tips on how those can play out in your podcast management business. All right, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you so much for letting me know what you guys like about these episodes. I say this every week, or at least I think I say it every week, that hearing from you guys means so much to me. And that is what I love about having this show is that you guys talk back to me, sending me voice memos over DMs, letting me know what you liked about the show under the post on Instagram. I love, love hearing what your takeaways were and what you want to hear in the future. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for being here today. Talk to you next time. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. 
special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.